listening to the 49 Carats Podcast, a 49ers Goldmine production with Angelina Martin and Stephanie Sanchez. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the 49 Carats Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Sanchez. You can find me on Twitter at Stragosaurus, S-T-R-A-G-O-Saurus, and I am here with my co-host Angelina Martin we are happy to be back baby there's so much to talk about so much is happening so much oh my god so much. I'm so excited right now um wait wait, wait. plug plug your twitter really y'all quick. know it it's Angie Sunshine which <laughs> I tweeted the other day that I want to change it so if you have any suggestions for me for a new twitter handle let me know chances are it's already taken but I am taking uh suggestions so but yeah um follow me thanks for listening lego <laughs> like oh um it's funny because i was actually thinking of, of changing mine too but it's like i've had mine for so long i'm just like eh, you know it's all right i know it's like a part of us i feel like i'm sure you feel yeah. the same way i've had this right. one since i was like literally 15 so oh my god <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. crazy but anyway we have so much to talk about obviously with free agency having started and the 49ers got off to a hot start like they exceeded all of my expectations i don't know about you but i my expectations were somewhat low and you know i i kind of tempered my uh expectations for sure especially we talked about Trent Williams in our last episode i was a little hesitant about that and how that would go and man, I mean, they got it done on the very first day. Well, first of all, it's Wednesday today that we're recording this, the official first day of free agency. And they started um, making some moves on Monday. The tampering period started back then. And for a second there, it was kind of looking like other teams might be in play for Trent Williams, one of them being the Chiefs. Those pesky little scary. Chiefs. Yeah, a little <laughs> scary. You definitely don't want the Chiefs getting Trent Williams, but the 49ers get it done. Six years, $138 million, $55.1 million guaranteed, and $30.1 million as part of his signing bonus. So what were your thoughts on that? Well, first of all, I just want to point out that the Chiefs needed Trent Williams. So oh, yeah. They really sucks did. to be them. Um <laughs> Like you said, this exceeded our expectations. I know you and I both agreed and you brought it up uh, last episode that if he even hit free agency for, you know, like 10 minutes that teams were going to be calling. Um, there's there's a huge need for left tackle throughout the league. So it was it was great to see them actually get it done. Like I wasn't expecting it. They gave him a monster deal. Highest paid offensive tackle ever in the history yes. of the NFL. Yeah. So. Good we have him, so I'm pumped. I'm stoked. How could you have any other reaction? <laughs> right, right. It's just a, a a big weight off of you know fan shoulders, and I'm sure for the front office as well to get this done. And it's funny because the news broke at like 1 a.m. and it was it was funny that I was even awake around that time. I, I probably like woke up like. 20 minutes after it happened and I was like oh shit like <laughs> it happened. Williams. yeah it, it happened finally and then it it was funny because an hour after that um I think it was Ian Rappaport that reported that Alex Mack was expected to sign as well and so he ended up getting a one-year deal 
5.5 million. I think that's pretty good for a starting center. Um, I mean, he's a veteran, um, but as we know, he has a lot of experience in Kyle Shanahan's system. So I, you know, he's obviously going to be plug and play. Um, what'd you think about that one? Uh, much needed, you know, that gives us a chance to to get the rest of the offensive line like Brunskill and McGlinchey into positions that they actually should be playing. So yes. I'm excited about that signing. And we we know what a veteran pre- a veteran presence can do on the offensive line. We saw that before Joe Staley retired. He was really, you know, the anchor of that line. And so now hopefully uh, Matt can kind of step into that role and, and be a leader in that way. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, like I said, they, they were super busy today and just in the last few days. I'm just going to go off, like, the list of moves <laughs> There's that a they list, made. yeah. <laughs> there is a list. So we got DJ Jones. He's back. Jason Verrett is back. Juice is back. Marquise Goodwin kind of back. What? <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Can, can, can we pause it and talk about that one for a second? Because... That was kind of weird. Like, I've never heard of a player that we've traded away revert back to, like, the team a year later. Yeah, so you've been updating our off-season tracker on 49ers Goldmine. And, like, so you've been sending me the little blurbs that you've been updating that with to edit. And when you sent me that, like, I'll be honest, I had no idea that that was, like, included in that package that he he would come back. So I was like, wait, what? Because... I love the guy, but it, I just I wouldn't want them to like go out and go after him. So at first I was confused, and then once I realized, you know, the situation, I was like, okay, well, I like Marquise Goodwin. You know, I think he, <laughs> there's like potential for him to have a breakout year or something. You know, let's see what happens. Yeah, you're and trying then, to be optimistic. <laughs> yeah, and then we today they just cut him. So yeah, so that that was uh, definitely short lived, but. They actually lost a pick in the process. Right. Did, did what? you know that? Did a seventh round pick, right? Yeah. So Why? kind of BS there. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I think it was like unexpected, first of all, that he would come back because he opted out last year when he was supposed to be playing for, was it the Eagles? Yeah, right. Yeah. The Eagles. Um, he opted out. So maybe there was just some... I don't know, like playtime, like trigger in that deal that, you know, didn't happen. And so um, as a result of that, it, it's almost like the trade didn't happen. So it, it, I don't know, it, everything reversed. And obviously they swapped six round picks when the trade originally happened. But for some reason, the 49ers give back a seventh. Hey, at least it's not a sixth, right? I mean, right. Yeah, it could be worse. Uh, Football is so weird, dude. Like half the things that happen and maybe it's just because I'm dumb. But I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) I think everyone was just as confused. And even as I was writing that update for the tracker, I was like, what? I was like typing like, what is this? I don't even know what this means. Like, okay. Uh, So best of wishes to Marquise Goodwin. Yeah. He ends up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Great player. Great guy. Had some good memories here. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also restructured a few players, um, D. Ford and Weston Richburg. So that was kind of like uh, a cap-saving move. A lot of fans expected that um, those two players would be cut. 
Richburg, of course, is expected to retire. Um, so his restructure will actually save close to $7 million. Um, for D. Ford, it's a little more complicated. Um, I think the plan would have been to cut him, but I think the reason that they can't is because he would have needed to pass a physical, which I don't think he could right now. So they kind of had no choice but to restructure. And we don't really know the final numbers. We just know that it's two years, $24 million. So we don't know exactly how much they're saving on that move, but we would assume that they would be saving quite a bit. And so as part of those restructures, I think it, it really gave them some flexibility to make some of these moves. So going back to some of the moves that they made, DJ Jones, um, he's back on a one-year $2.2 million, uh contract. That's a – I like that price too. That's affordable oh, yeah. for for a guy who is like – a contributor on the defensive line and you know I, I'm excited to have him back I really wasn't expecting to have him back no yeah and then uh speaking of value can we talk about Jason Verrett I mean yes holla, oh my holla, holla. dude I, I was very <laughs> I was very excited about that because he was one player that I I didn't think that they would bring back no I think that we both felt the same way um him and Trent Williams were the top two players that we exactly. wanted to see them exactly. resign and in in one way some part of me thought like oh there's no way we both get we get both of them and yeah lo and behold here we are and he's on a, a prove it deal so I love that um I think he's gonna be Amazing. playing hard 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 next season hard yeah. hard hard what was that uh, <laughs> edit that out <laughs> no leave it leave it um no it's gonna be super exciting to watch him next year he's got that one year 5.5 yeah. million dollar deal um depending on what he does if if he performs like he did last season he's gonna be expensive after next season so it'll be interesting to see what happens <laughs> with him I yeah thinking ahead if like you said, if he does play well, I think then it'll be hard to keep him yeah. around. But we weren't expecting to have him back this year anyway, so it's it's I think it's a win-win yeah. situation Let's, in this case. Uh, use that one year that we have with him to get a Super Bowl, baby. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and to your point, like Trent Williams and Jason Verrett to us, and you know, a lot of fans, they were the top two. Um, uh, priorities this offseason number three was probably you know use check and they took care of all three <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> three and a half but, but they took care of all three of those and and some so let, let's talk about that for a second because to me and, and that's what i was saying like they exceeded my expectations like they opened up the checkbook for for this they got aggressive and I wasn't expecting it so much. I don't think a lot of fans were. So to me, it's like a best case scenario. I'm very happy with the team right now. What about you? Yeah. Um, it, you know, they pulled out their checkbooks and you have to give them credit for those restructured deals that they where they moved money around and made it happen. I know a lot of people said there was no way that um, the 49ers would be able to sign Trent Williams without, you know, like cutting Jimmy G or restructuring Jimmy G and they yeah, haven't even touched him yet. And they've already done all of this. So th there's mm -hmm. still the possibility of even more happening. Um, but like you said, yeah, very pleased B plus 
still a couple B plus. Oh, okay. <laughs> they're a still critical. Well, no, not critical. <laughs> I'm just saying, like an A. They will have an A when they finish. I believe. Like I believe this okay, will be yeah, an yeah, A yeah, off, season. off season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Prague, man. I mean, <laughs> what can you say? He's like, man. He's a magician when it comes to. He's a genius. Truly, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> there's not much else you can say. Um, let's talk about Juice for a second, though, because he's, like we said, he's back five-year, $27 million. That sounds like a lot when you, you know, on paper, when you're not looking at the full details of that contract. Um, we did get some details that I think, I don't know if you have them right in front of you. I don't. I think the first year was <laughs> like the a worst. little... <laughs> we're the worst unprepared i literally like, just I think... have five years 27 million written down. <laughs> same well okay so juice obviously we're excited about that and again Prague working his magic it's mostly like a backloaded deal you freak out about the five year thinking that he's you know a little over 30 now and you know that's a lot of time to commit to a fullback um but actually it's really more structured like a two-year deal um, that will have some outs built in after those first two years. So kind of similar to Jimmy's contract, actually. Um, so I think it's it's very team-friendly despite what the numbers may look like. Oh, yeah, um, and it's, it's cheaper than the contract he had prior to that. So Yeah, yeah. I think I that's, mean, that's I'm not mad point. about it. People that are no, mad about it, I mean, chill out. I mean, he catches he, the he's ball. A, he, he does what he needs to do. He he's very important to the offense. Um, I think some people talk about the fact that last year he didn't have as much playing time. Um, but I I kind of have a theory that the reason for that was because they were trying to maybe keep his contract down a little bit or i don't uh. know or maybe wanted to hide him from other teams you know or maybe just didn't want to risk injury no you know? yeah all three of those are very good um theories that's hilarious though if they <laughs> didn't give him as many snaps because they're not trying to pay him as much because they know he's gonna I mean, ball out yeah and, and so i'm kind of expecting this year like he'll have a bigger role similar to what we've seen him do in the past um other moves they've made so like we've talked a lot about players that were on the team last year that they've brought back um but they also did look at some outside options one being for pass rusher so former rams uh, uh outside linebacker samson abukam am i saying that right i was like i'm gonna see how she pronounces this because i'm not <laughs> sure i should have looked it up i'm Ibu- bad Ibukam? yeah abukam that's how i would say it all right, so he got signed for a two-year, thirteen point five million. Actually, it's it's more like a twelve million. He can reach thirteen point five with some incentives, um, but that was another area of need. Pass rusher opposite um, Nick Bosa. I mean, they had Hyder there last year. They could still bring Hyder back, but it's it's looking a little less likely. Um. And yeah, I like the move. Last year in LA, he had four and a half sacks. Um, so I think, you know, having Nick Bosa on the other side, he'll definitely be able to contribute. Yeah, I know we think? always say like um, kickers don't matter 
and running backs don't matter. But where is this going? Out, outside linebacker, <laughs> that gets me excited, baby. That yes, that matters. <laughs> like that's a good absolutely. signing. Let's go. No, seriously, absolutely. Um, I'm I'm one of those people that think like if your defensive line, in particular, your pass rush is on point. It doesn't really matter who you have in your secondary. Well, I don't want to say it doesn't matter, but it puts can, less pressure on the secondary. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can have some scrubs back there that would still look decent if you have a good pass rush. So, yeah, if a quarterback's not getting his throws off as well as he should be, then it's going to make their job down the field just a little bit easier. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, I mean, I said they could have scrubs in the back, but obviously. In our secondary, our cornerbacks aren't scrubs. I mean, we have Verrett, and they also uh, got Emmanuel Mosley back. I'm so happy. Two, yeah, I like that one. Two years, $10.1 million. He stepped up. I love when players, you know, aren't really expected to have a role, and they get an opportunity to play, and they step up, and they, you know, end up getting, like, a starting role. Like, that's the best. And, you know... Props to him for getting, you know, another contract in the process. I yeah. think he's deserving of it. And he's only 24 years old. Like, there's a uh, yeah. there's a bright future there. I hope he stays a Niner for a long time because, to me, I know he, he's had an injury in the past, but he gets better um, every season. Yeah, I think he's, you know, he struggled at times last year. But, again, like, our pass rush wasn't as strong last year, so maybe we can chalk it up as, you know, yeah and we saw what he could do in 2019 so exactly so i think you know he's definitely capable of it um a couple other like low-key moves that happened since um free agency started or even just a little before that um brunskill was tendered which was kind of expected so he's back on a one-year deal we like that right we we like that we do like like that that. (laughs) Also, so we, a lot of one-year deals, mm-hmm. um, but I think that's the thing just around the league with it being just a weird year with the cap, which is, by the way, I think it's $182 million. Yep. Yeah, so a lot of one-year deals prove it, you know. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people, like not even 49ers fans, like other other people that I you know follow on the timeline talking about like – the the Niners had a terrible record last year. Like, why are they bringing all these guys back? Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, just just because the team had a bad record doesn't mean there aren't pieces of that team that were high caliber and are worth bringing back. Right. And also, half the team was injured. I mean, like, right. you can't look at the record and be like, no, they should just start from scratch. Like, I just wanted to address that because I saw that like right. three or four I times saw that today. Too. Yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of baffling, actually. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're conveniently um ignoring like the the facts you're looking at the alternative facts the record right definitely i mean uh, like we've been saying i think like a lot of the moves that they have made are players who were deserving of mm-hmm. being back and so like i i definitely think they've made the right moves um so other one-year deals ross dwelly Another example of like a just a solid player backup who has contributed and stepped up when he's needed to at times that Kittle has gotten hurt. So we like that one too. We like that one. You need the depth <laughs> signings. You do. And then also Marcel Harris. 
who, as we know, has um, stepped in a couple times at safety when there's been injuries. And, you know, he's – I don't think he's ever going to be, like, the starter um, caliber that, like, Mosley has kind of become, but he's reliable, and, you know, it's good to have players like that around. Well, yeah, and, and, you know, again, I'm excited to see the the team dynamic with this uh, pass rush and and what happens in the Mm -hmm. secondary because of that um, with Bosa back and everything. So welcome back, Marcel. It'll definitely be interesting. And I think um, one of the things that we talked about in our last episode was should we expect a digression from the defense, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, we were talking about how um, having a lot of coaching support around uh, D'Amico Ryans would be um, really important and that I we thought the 49ers were putting a lot of good support around him. I think – Another part of that is they're they're putting a lot of the same pieces around him, uh, players that they know, you know, contributed and were solid. So, you know, I think they're trying to minimize that um, learning curve for him a bit. So yeah, yeah, that's a really good I point. Appreciate, I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Thank you, front office. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But so with all the. Um, free agency uh, gains that they've made and all the additions. There are also a couple losses. You know, some of them were expected, but, you know, you're still going to miss some of these players. Kendrick Bourne being one of them. He signed a contract with the Patriots. Man, I'm I'm so happy for him. I I know. Get your bag, boo. Yeah. He's one of my, like, favorite players just, like, personality-wise already, and just coming as an undrafted free agent. It's like, how could you not root for that guy? Yeah, we're going to miss him a lot, KB. Uh. For sure. I think he's going to, you know, I I think he'll he'll ball out over there. I think uh, 49er, there are a lot of 49er fans that didn't really, like, appreciate him. Do you think he'll uh, be balling out with Cam Newton? (laughs) Or Or someone else? (laughs) Or, I don't or a familiar face. I don't know. <laughs> we will see. I just wanted to throw that out there. I like to speculate. <laughs> but yeah, oh man, it's going to be, it'll it'll be fun to watch him, what he does over there, no matter who's thrilling to him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if it is Cam, like, I think they've, they've made a lot of good moves too that, you know, I think Cam's going to be in a better position to, you know, have a little more success this year than last year. For they sure. Were, <laughs> God, some of the receivers he had last year, last year were like, who? Yeah, no, Bill Bill is definitely uh, pulling out the pocketbook for his quarterback this year, mm-hmm. which yes. is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want Bill Belichick yeah. to have weapons, honestly. So, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so the, it sounds like the Patriots are going to be back in – you know, contention next year, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, Sala might have to uh, make some some more moves over there. Oh my god, that'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I I have uh, I have formally announced that the Jets are my second favorite team, wow. and I will be rooting for them in the AFC. Okay. I don't know. I was going to say AFC West in the <laughs> AFC. Um, did you see who my second favorite team is this season? I, I wait. Okay, I did, but then I. I've, you I probably forgot. It. I don't expect you to remember. <laughs> there goes my dog. So, 
My <laughs> my second favorite team this season is going to be the Washington football team. Due to Fitz of magic, yes. Fitz I'm, magic, uh, yes. I got to root for Fitz always. So last year it was the Browns, um, but it was Super yeah. Bowl or bust. They didn't pull that out for me, so I'm over them. I'm, I'm on to the next. <laughs> on to the next. Anyway. Dude. Dude, they've they they've got a squad. They have a squad. I'm so excited Yo, like, for Ryan Fitzpatrick. So today, um, it, I saw that they signed Curtis Samuel. Yes, who a, a lot of 49er fans want him here, which I always saw as kind of unlikely. They couldn't afford him, right? But dude, Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, and a guy who takes chances throwing the football in Fitz Magic. Hey. And they have Antonio Gibson, who I love at running back. So, hey, that's not a bad second team to root for. Not at all. To be honest. I think they'll be – they'll make some noise over there. Not, in the playoffs, though, it's game over. Like, Yeah, because I'm like, <laughs> mm, conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. NFC team. Right. <laughs> hey, I mean, if you could – it could be Jets and Niners in the Super Bowl next year, so you might not be off scot-free, okay? okay (laughs) that's true that is true actually i mean that 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 would would be be... insane but (laughs) like when pigs fly unlike unlikely sorry sala but yeah yeah (laughs) yeah um a couple other players um who went to other teams solomon thomas um, former third overall pick today today signed with the raiders so he's not going too far Man, he must love the Bay Area. He's just going from Stanford to the 49ers, like, what, 30 minutes away? And now to the Raiders. In Vegas, oh, though. Wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is my friend did oh, the shit. same exact thing today. Why do I, no, why I, do I do that? Because they were in Oakland for... Ever, well, not forever, but they were wow. there. They're the Oakland like Raiders. Right it's then. okay. It sounded like a casual. That's how my friend literally did that today. He said, "Man, <laughs> he really loves the Bay," and we were all just like, "Bro." <laughs> but um, no, for our listeners, my boyfriend Seth is a Raiders fan, and so what? Wait, he, wait, wait, you didn't know that? No, I tweet about it all the Nathaniel. time. <laughs> yeah, Nathaniel, like lifelong fan. Li- that's why when people are like, oh, "Let's get Derek Carr," I'm like, "No, dude, I watch that fool every week. <laughs> I don't want him on my team." Like, how do you? But uh, I told him, I was like, "Did you hear? Did you hear you guys signed Solomon <laughs> Thomas?" And he was like, "No way!" Like, cool. Oh, he was excited. Well, <laughs> okay. And then five minutes later, he goes, "Who is that again?" <laughs> And I was like, oh, like we we drafted him number three overall, and like, I was just like explaining the whole situation to him. He was just like, okay, but I was like, he'll do good for you guys. Like, it'll be good. I mean, you you never know. And and Solomon Thomas, he's a he's a great guy too. It's like one of those players you yeah you, know, you, wanna, you definitely want to root for. We didn't even get to see you know what he could have done this season. So yeah, I mean, we we saw it all those other years. Yeah. But. <laughs> Come on. I'm trying to give him something oh, yeah. here. We're, we're trying to be nice. Yeah. Um, no, but but seriously, oh, you know, rooting for him and the Raiders. Hopefully, you know, he can uh, – a new environment, you know, sometimes that's all some players need. And actually, for this next player, Akella Witherspoon. My uh, boy. Definitely, definitely a new uh, change of scenery could help. So he's going – 
to the Seahawks. That one hurts a little bit. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, could have gone anywhere else. But we know, like, you know that I am a, a big spoon gal. Um, so I'm happy for him. You know, I I am in the minority. I would have loved to see him back on the Niners. Um, I think he'll do good with Pete Carroll up in Seattle. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I definitely, you know, I wasn't against Witherspoon. You know, I, I probably was critical of him at times, which I think a lot of fans were. But I think the the biggest thing with him was, like, I know he had the potential. Mm-hmm. Like, I... I know that he was talented. He's shown us so many times, but I think his issue was just like being consistent. Like he just couldn't pull it together consistently. And then also like his confidence would fall off the rails. And I think that was one thing that, you know, Kyle Shanahan kind of maybe was frustrated with at some point. He reminds me in I don't know if I've said this in another episode, but he reminds me of like the Dante Pettis of yeah, like that's a good comparison. Have I said that before? No, it's very. Um, I feel like yeah, he would get in his own head a lot, and that's kind of some people just don't respond to specific styles of coaching. Also, yep. So, like you said, um, a a change of scenery will probably be really good for him, um, and hopefully he. Plays to his full. I mean, actually, hopefully he doesn't play to the best of his ability since he's on the damn yeah, Seahawks. Like, are you sh- are you sure you want to see him ball no, out? It's friends no, off. Our, We're know, not friends our, anymore. You know, our luck with with the 49ers luck, he'll play terribly in every game except the games he plays the 49ers. Oh yeah, he's gonna. <laughs> he'll just like. And ball out yeah, I, well, in those games. No, Ayuk is going to eat him up. Like We know. We know I, this. I actually, I, actually made, I actually made a joke that like Kyle Shanahan is going to love game planning oh, against The little him. Inspector Gadget. Like, <laughs> I saw that. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, liked so that. I think, I think Kyle will definitely look forward to those little matchups. Oh, yeah. I think Kyle's secretly petty, man. Oh, He's- Dude, disrespectful Kyle. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like that hashtag Kyle. That clip from two years ago when he literally told the ref, like, hey, watch this guy's gonna hold Kittle right here. Like, that was petty to me. Like, that was that was dope, but also it's like, you Kyle, you disrespectful wizard. What are you doing? Oh man, that's a good Blessed. one. Yeah. Only Shans, that's our coach. Only Shans, a oh, shout out to Jordan. Um, because they just released some Only Shans merch. So if you guys see that floating around on Twitter, go get that. Yeah. That's the movement. Only Shans. I I believe it's available <laughs> on the SF Niners site. I don't I th- is yes, it the SFNiners.com? Like a- that seems like a copyright issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Go to their go to the <laughs> SF Niners Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> dsfniners.com yes sorry brad if you listen to this (laughs) (laughs) it's on it's on their page but great great um merch and oh yeah i gotta get me uh uh some a shirt or something my my stimmy just hit today so i'm gonna cop a sweatshirt for show i'm excited when that stimmy hit though a people were making jokes that the the 49ers stimmy hit actually i think <laughs> yeah. Le- i think leo made that joke yes. <laughs> they're playing with some money man. oh yeah love it well okay so 
getting back on track here, some other players that could um, very well also be on their way out, um, their free agents, Sherman. Mm -hmm. um, Which... There were some some jibber jabbers today that maybe there was the potential for a reunion, like of him coming back to the Seahawks or the 49ers? No, to the 49ers. Because I saw both. I saw Seahawks and 49ers, but I'm yeah. just I'm just like I know it was nothing, but how would you, <laughs> I? I don't. I love him, yeah, but I, I he's too you old. Know, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> But he obviously—I don't think he would start. You know, yeah. Or would you start him over Mosley? Well, exactly. He wouldn't come back. He could start s somewhere else. I feel. Do you think yeah, he could start? Exactly. So he wouldn't come back. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's unless another team wouldn't want to start him, and his market sucks. But yeah, I don't think it does. I think a lot of teams are just being patient, and you know, um, a lot of the very popular players went quick and you know they signed their long-term deals and now we're kind of getting into the second tier where it's going to be a lot of one-year deals and and prove it deals um so i think sherman might have to get something short and you know i think at this point teams are going to be patient and see what shakes out yeah um and i saw the saints were actually interested in him as well that'd be cool so, i'm not sure if that's true but they could go from yeah. old drew Brees to old richard sherman old sherm <laughs> old sherm <laughs> no yeah. i everyone knows i love richard sherman even though he has me blocked on twitter still huh still yeah don't tell nfl players that they pee the bed or you're going to get that block Real quick. Ooh, that's what you said? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I was like 19. <laughs> like, it doesn't, I was a very passionate fan back then. So, anyway, moving on. Who are the other free agents that are leaving? <laughs> um, Tart. Tart could. Um, I mean, there's been rumblings that he could head on over to New York and, and follow Sala. I love Jaquaski Tart. Me too, me too. That's how I have to say um, his name. <laughs> um, also, K1 Williams um, is another one who, again, like, I think he's going to get some interest from the Jets. I'm pretty sure like they've already expressed interest to each other, and that's just like a perfect fit. Um, but again, team's playing it slow. Hyder is another one. Yeah. I think Hyder... Like, if he wants to be back, I could see the 49ers wanting to wanting to bring him back if his market ends up being, you know, a little less. Um, I could also see them not and then addressing that in the draft. Yeah. And actually, you know, I, I did want to talk about, like, some of their remaining needs because they've taken care of a lot of things that we were seeing as a need. Um you know, before free agency started and before they started signing all these people back, we were like, oh, my God, they're going to have so many holes to fill. Like, what are they going to do? Oh, my God. And they ended up bringing a bunch of guys back. So you don't really have to worry about that anymore. Um, really, the only remaining needs are now slot corner and slot receiver. And you could bring another edge rusher back, like you just mentioned. Not back, but you can draft another edge rusher 
Well, um, you could bring him back. Who? You could bring you could bring Hyder back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Hyder for sure. Yeah, you could bring Hyder back. Yeah. Um. So yeah, d- definitely interesting. I think the 49ers are cooking with gas at this point. Like they have a bunch of flexibility in the draft now that they've taken care of so many needs. And like I said, slot corner and slot receiver. There are a few options in free agency that are still still available. Um, like I mentioned for slot corner, K1. There's also Jamar Taylor, who when K1 was hurt, he filled in and you know, he, he played well. Yeah. So if they want to bring him back cheap, I think he he'll be cheap. So I think that's he, another option. He wants to come back, right? Yeah, I think he does. And so it's really just a matter of if the 49ers want to bring him back and at what price. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I expect that one to, you know, they'll play that one slow, I think. And then, I mean, another option that's still floating around. So the Titans cut a Dory Jackson, um, who's a slot corner. And, I mean, he's he's good. So that might be another option. I just don't know, like, money-wise. Right really what they're sitting at um so we'll see like you said they they might do another restructure we don't know yeah they could restructure um they could do another restructure you have to keep in mind like what do they say set aside 10 million for the draft yeah so i think i feel like i should have this up but like they're just under 20 mil in cap space left right now like 17 or 18 so yeah, I think I, I saw that as well. And and really, it, there isn't a definitive number out there because some of the numbers from these recent contracts haven't really come out yet. So, um, yeah, we just know the uh, preliminary numbers and not so much like the year-to-year cap hits. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I think it's probably more likely that they'll address slot corner in the draft um, if they don't bring bring back jamar um yeah and then also there's still a lot of uh receivers floating around there i have a list and do you have a list <laughs> yeah well, let's hear it <laughs> okay i would <laughs> love some players you like i feel like we need a wide receiver one we the 49ers need a wide wait, receiver. wait wait are you gonna roast me right now well i'm just you know where's your head at because <laughs> i mean like, are you saying yeah, Ayuk? We, are you saying Ayuk is wide receiver one? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. yeah. It can't. Can we have like one and one and a half? Like, <laughs> I would love to yeah, see another. I mean, so obviously, Juju Smith-Schuster is is still on the table. Okay, so these he is. we have a few that would be really expensive that I don't see happening, especially if um, the rumors about um, potentially trading for Deshaun Watson are true. But Juju, uh, Will Fuller from the Texans. I, yeah, he's going to be yeah, expensive like though but how cool would that be um especially i don't know I just, if they could work yeah, it out yeah. with watson and can Fuller? i just can i just say this though who's yeah throwing who's throwing it to him that's deep? what I, I, <laughs> hey that's a valid concern right we re-signed trent williams we could also adjust quarterback in the draft if need be oh so i I don't know. I don't. I don't my we know. We know. There's a lot still to happen at the quarterback position for the Forty oh, Nineers. It yeah. could be I mean, Jimmy. They could go in the so? draft. Yeah. They could trade for someone. I know Sam Darnold has been thrown around um, as a potential. There's been. There's- 
there's been just about every they they called about Andy Dalton. Yeah, they called about Andy yeah. Dalton. They called about Terry Bridgewater. Yeah. Supposedly, we don't know if that, like that's true. I guess it came out that it might not be, but we know calls are being made. So uh, there could be someone. Throw, hell, maybe Jimmy is doing some band workouts on the fence, and he's gonna toss it down the field. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Galladay is another one that he would yeah. be—he'd be too expensive. It's Galladay or Watson at this point, and yeah. I would choose Watson. But here's my sleeper. You ready? Ooh. Okay. Don't don't leave. Don't turn off your computer. Don't unplug your mic. Am I gonna hate this? What? Maybe Antonio Brown. Oh, dude, think. Uh, okay, listen, listen, Steph, listen. <laughs> he so he signed at base seven hundred and fifty thousand last year, one year deal. Like, why not try reach well, that, out, see see if yeah, give him another one year deal. You know, see if he can like not be psychotic for a se- for another season um, um i think in his best interest he should try and stay with tom brady because that seems to really work out for him but for him. you know a lot of guys like to play for kyle shanahan maybe antonio brown would too and santa clara is a great place to just lay low and you know go buy an iphone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, okay, I'm not completely opposed to it. See? Um, so I hear you out, all right? I, I do think um, ultimately he'll probably end up back with the Bucks. Yeah. Because um, I don't know if there's a lot of interest on him. I don't see that. Well, I don't think there is, so that's why I'm like... Yeah, but so far it's been interesting because so far there hasn't been a lot of interest at all in any receivers. Any, yeah, <laughs> it's been interesting, and people are definitely taking that one slow. Okay, um, this wouldn't be wide receiver one. This would be like wide receiver three. But what about Sammy Watkins? Could be fun. Yeah. Well, I would definitely yeah. want a guy that I hear people constantly complaining about on their fantasy team on my team just for fun. <laughs> Like, why just not? for the chaos <laughs> no i'm just kidding but there's a whole there's a whole list of wide receivers that are free agents right now uh demir bird deshaun jackson josh reynolds david moore brashad perryman uh danny amandola keelan cole sammy watkins ty hilton antonio brown juju smith schuster will fuller kenny galladay take your pick mm, she's spitting <laughs> I had those like, all memorized. Um, I had those all memorized. Did too. you? No. Wow. No, I didn't. It's fine. <laughs> no, but th- those are some uh, really good options. One of my favorites, I think, is okay. Maybe not favorite, <laughs> but one intriguing option is Juju for sure. Just because you know he could play out of the slot. I think um, you know he's above average for sure. So definitely would be an upgrade over Bourne. He's just a, um, a big name too, like that. Exactly. Like something I've yeah. noticed is um, the fandom has really come together in the past couple of days. There hasn't been as much arguing amongst fans. It's crazy what happens when a team does good things and like <laughs> does things that please pleases the fans. Yeah, we've like completely forgot about the quarterback position for. At least, you know, a couple of days. Yeah, a couple of hours. <laughs> but yeah, and like it's, 
we're better for it. I know Juju would be like a polarizing signing. I'm sure there's a lot of people who would be like, meh. But <laughs> I think it'd be dancing it, too much. It, it'd be exciting. Yeah, I, I tweeted about this. I don't <laughs> I don't know if I want to see him making TikToks with Sourdough Sam, but Sourdough Sam seemed like super into it on Twitter. I kind of kind of would want to see that. I know. I know, right? <laughs> also, like, is Sourdough only, Sam... Only with Sourdough Sam. Is Sourdough Sam hot? <laughs> like, I was thinking about this. Cause I mean, he's a ginger. I love a... Ginger. I'm sorry, Seth. I love a ginger. I love <laughs> a beard. So I was, like, looking at it. I was like, are, are you... I don't know. I don't, that's got to be, like... <laughs> that's got to be some kind of taboo, asking if a mascot is hot. He's a human, though. He's a human mascot, so it's not weird. Um, but That's true. That's yeah, true. I think um, I'll give you that. I could see Juju busting out like the hurricane on on the, the Corvette, Corvette. Yeah, on the Niners logo in the middle of Levi's, just like hitting the whoa. <laughs> like, could be fun. Hate it. <laughs> hate it. Do we though? But I, I, I would hate it. But I mean, come on, he he would be entertaining and. Like I said, I think he would be an upgrade over um, Born, which mm-hmm. is all we're looking for. Yeah, I think the thing is in uh, in Pittsburgh, he was kind of expected to be the guy. He was expected to be their number one receiver. Yeah, here I don't think there's as much. There wouldn't be that pressure. So I think in that sense, he could. Yeah, you know, and I think that trio of Ayuk, um, Samuel. And Juju, I think they would all kind of elevate each other, you know, given everyone stays healthy on the season. And I think that'd be like a cool little three-way competition to see like who can, who can be the best, honestly. Yeah, no, it it actually kind of reminds me of when Emmanuel Sanders um, was with the team back in 2019 Mm -hmm. and he kind of just seemed to elevate the rest of the guys' games because they were so like young. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, a lot of fans were talking about Sanders as an option uh, um, when he was cut by the Saints, but he actually just signed with the Bills a couple days ago. We even like had an wish. article about that on Goldmine about a potential reunion, but that didn't yeah, pan I out. Yeah, I mean, it would have been it, it would have been nice. Um, but yeah, he will move on. Yeah, he'll kill it in Buffalo. So I think so. Yeah. Oof, man, he's gonna jo- love, Josh uh, Allen. just like thinking about him makes me sad (laughs) yeah man some people say he's overrated but i just i disagree no yeah no who said that Uh, anyway i someone said it i'm not gonna call him out (laughs) oh okay (laughs) you tell me later yeah yeah i'll tell you later (laughs) (laughs) all right here here's one more option who was actually a former teammate of Ayuk. oh my god at arizona Yes. And I actually, when the 49ers liked um, Harry coming out of the draft, and that's how they came to know more about Ayuk. Oh, my God. God. Yeah. So funny. So, Mm. like, some some people were saying, like, oh, you know, the 49ers might be interested in that trade. He probably could be had for, you know, a later round pick, I would think. I mean, he's a former first round pick, but... Obviously, he hasn't done much in his time uh, with New England, um, which kind of, you know, it's not a good look. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> you can't flourish there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, so he did have Brady 
He had braided. He did. He yes. did. Okay. He did. Yeah. Um, I know people were tossing him around as a potential like trade piece in a, a Niners Patriots yeah. trade involving Garoppolo. So, which is one hundred percent all speculation. So I don't know how yeah, that deal I, would work out or anything, but. Man, I thought we would go this whole episode without talking about Jimmy. Oh, <laughs> you you already brought him up because you asked me who is going to be throwing to the receivers down the field. That was an indirect, <laughs> indirect You're right. uh, little chat. I assumed. I um, assumed. <laughs> no, okay. But going back to what we were saying that, you know, the 49ers definitely have a lot of options in the draft and definitely – um, have a lot of flexibility now, and we're, you were just mentioning some of the options that they'll have in, in uh, for the quarterback position in particular, um, and with that first pick. So they could now, with you know, seeing some of the moves that they did, they could trade up to the top five for a quarterback because they have so many picks. Okay, they have nine picks now, by the way, right? So it was going to be ten. Yeah. It's, now it's nine because they lost. They lost the seventh. Oh, let's talk about the comp picks really quick because that was announced like last week. It feels like forever God, ago I now, right? Even <laughs> things keep are moving. Up. Th- things are moving quickly. Yeah. But um, okay. So that I think it was last week they announced um the comp picks. The 49ers got one third round pick and one fifth round pick. Funny thing, actually, the first time that they sent the list out, they gave the 49ers two third-round picks. On accident? Did you see that? No. Yeah, did you see that? No. Oh, you missed it? It's funny because it lasted like an hour. So, yeah, the first list they sent out, the league put the 49ers with two third-round picks. Back-to-back, by the way. So <laughs> Sorry. For, for losing, so that would have been for losing Sala and Mayhew. Um. And then the fifth round pick was for losing Sanders. And then like an hour later, they're like, yeah, the the league's going to put out another list because they accidentally, you know, gave the 49ers two third round picks. You have one job. <laughs> yeah. Like, who, who's in charge of this place? Who? Like what? Okay. Who? But that, I mean, <laughs> picks. They're still picks, you know, regardless they of what just, round they're in. So that's good. <laughs> but should have just given it. Could you imagine back to back on, in the third round, <laughs> dude? I, I mean, I was I was so pumped. I was yeah. like, hey, we're definitely trading up. I mean, they still could, but I mean, it's not as fun anymore, you know. Yeah. So yeah. okay, so nine picks, nine total picks. Um, it was ten, but they lost the seventh round pick because of uh that weird Goodwin thing that happened. Um, So now they they definitely, even with nine picks, like you could still definitely trade up into the top five, knowing that you don't have as many, you know, pressing needs. Um, So that would be my number one, you know, choice. You can also, number two choice would be to take the best player available at 12, if they're content with keeping Garoppolo. Which, you know, I'm starting to, you know, come around to, you know, I'm not going to be pissed. Oh, yeah, we've been, I think we've accepted it for about a month now. Or I, I began to accept it after Stafford went to the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, you know, I, I don't, 
I don't hate it. It's just, no. you know. We, like I said before, the 49ers went to a Super Bowl with him. It can be done. <laughs> I'll, leave, be done. I'll leave it and at that. It could be done. And, you know, they brought back a lot of good pieces. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel good about the team, even if Garoppolo is, is um, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so the third option is obviously still a Watson trade. I kind of have that third, not because I wouldn't love it, because obviously I would probably like that over all the other options, but because I see it as a little less likely than the other two options, just because those sexual allegations that came out um, or lawsuits, like not, not a good look. And, and whether, you know, those are true or not, a team can't really make that call and, you know, make a move on a trade until that gets figured out. I mean, that's just exactly because you trade for Watson. He comes to your team. You're excited. You got your franchise quarterback. And then these, the allegations of these four women that are yeah, supposedly forward. coming forward are substantiated. Right. Oh, uh, what what do you do? You I mean, we've seen how domestic violence has been handled in the NFL and and what people expect um as well as sexual assault, sexual harassment, even mm-hmm. uh, there's been sexual harassment claims in in front offices by reporters and stuff and we've seen how that's been handled across all sports. So it's yeah, it's, it's no joke. Insane, I mean, and I know how we feel. Like you know, investigate it. Like make sure that this did not happen before you you do yeah. anything because it's it's incredibly important, especially in or, an organization like the San Francisco Forty Nine ers who like pride themselves in in doing the right thing. Um, and and you know, from what I've seen, like standing up for for people who are marginalized for minorities for women so we'll see yeah, definitely maybe maybe don't definitely. ask katie sowers that but <laughs> i don't know correct. we still don't know what happened with that but what i'm saying I would is still you know, like to get her on part. the podcast but would that I be know. like totally would that be too chaotic i've messaged her like four times i think yeah, i really I sh- okay. it, it costs money <laughs> oh okay i think i mentioned that right. yeah okay but maybe one day um Send us money <laughs> so we could get Katie on the pod. Join our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what were we even – oh, we're talking really about – we were talking about uh, trading for Watson. Wat- Watson, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I think that definitely throws a wrench in some team's plans and definitely the 49ers, if they were ever considering it, um, which, you know, they'd be crazy not to. Um, you know, I think it'd be best to just wait that one out. And they could wait it out because, um, and I was saying this actually uh, the other day, that the 49ers are actually in a pretty good position to wait for Watson just because they have Jimmy Garoppolo. You already have, like, a serviceable quarterback. um, And there are a lot of teams who don't really have that luxury. And they couldn't really twiddle their thumbs and wait, you know. We saw some of the other teams... um, make decisions already uh dalton where, so where did dalton go like i'm like spacing out oh my god me. oh my god why did you do did that did he go to the bears was it the bears i think yes the bears. the bears okay so the bears so <sighs> dalton is um just signed with the bears the bears of course were they were a team that was like thrown around as a team that was like interested in watson 
Um, also the, was it the Panthers? Did the Panthers sign someone? I'm like, just one they did. Well, they no. still have Bridgewater. Yeah. No, they still have Bridgewater. Um, who else? There was someone else who, uh, oh, the Dolphins. So the Dolphins, they have two up, but, um, they also signed. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> yeah. So, that, and who's actually, so that's a very strong, like, backup where all of a sudden, you're not leaving your young QB out to dry in case, you know, he struggles a bit, you know, so now they have that. So I kind of see that as, you know, them making a decision like, you know, we can't wait for Watson. Not to say that they can't still make a play for him in the future, but I see it as a little less likely. Um, yeah. But yeah, so the 49ers, I think because they do have Garoppolo and they have those easy outs in his contract, they could definitely, um, they could wait. I mean, you know. Yeah, ride with 10, years left and Ride with 10. <laughs> ride with 10. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's fucking go. All right, Quest so. Quest for six. <laughs> cringe. We don't, Still. Yeah, we don't like that one anymore. <laughs> yeah so okay so just looking towards the draft and you know i've been uh updating the pre-draft visits tracker so there's a lot of players on that list that were definitely intriguing but i'll I'll just say this because there's no combine because of covid it it just has kind of really changed the way that teams have um you know looked into players so I think that when when we hear about teams talking to a player or they've virtually met with a player, I don't know how much weight that holds in this. Right. Year. You're going to like cross your X's and O's and, and make contact with as many players. You're going to do your due diligence. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we get excited about some of the names that are – out there and that they've talked to but you know we just gotta take it with a grain of salt so i'll just list some of the names that to me are like super interesting well trey lance for one they (laughs) were at his pro day but actually interesting enough um none of the like high profile um scouts or front office people were there so john lynch was not there kyle shannon wasn't there yeah. Was that because they don't want to show their hand? They don't want to make it seem I mean, like they're interested? I don't know. I don't know. You can, you can we'll chalk see. it up as that, but, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll <laughs> see. I mean, I would be surprised if there's not interest because he's so, like, he's very talented and, but, yeah. I mean, every, I think every team was there except maybe, I think it was just the Rams who weren't. So well. <laughs> I don't think they would have. I don't think they would have been tipping their hand at all. Um, but yeah, so that was an interesting name. They had also uh, they were at Northwestern's pro day. So Rashawn Slater, offensive tackle. I think offensive tackle is kind of off the table at least early. So I'm you know I kind of forget about that one. But um, there are a couple receivers. So we were just talking about you know they need a slot receiver. So Rondell Moore is one of those. I like him. He's very Debo-like, um, and so he can fill in that slot role. 
There's yeah. also Amari Rogers, who's a receiver. And I think so. One thing I'm paying attention to is who can return, who can return punts and, and kicks, because that's something that they're lacking. That you know, you know, it oft, often gets forgotten about. But I think I, there was like a stat that the last person who had scored a touchdown, like a kick return or punt return touchdown for the 49ers was Ted Ginn. No way. <laughs> you know how long ago that what was? What year was I mean, that? I don't oh even remember God. what year, but that's just, it was a long time ago. I mean, come on. So they definitely yeah, need like a spark that. there. So so I'm definitely, I'm paying attention to those players. Um, another one, cornerback Asante Samuel. He's uh, obviously I just said he's a cornerback, but he he does <laughs> contribute in special teams as well. Um, another name I like is Demetric Felton. He's like a, a running back wide receiver hybrid. He's he's kind of like the Curtis Samuel of this class, and that um, would just fit and, in great. Yeah, I mean i I love players who can, you know, kill two birds with one stone, and I think the Forty Nineers yeah. do too. Um, so those are just a couple of names that, uh, you know, I find kind of interesting that they've met, yeah, but it'd if, be nice. Yeah, you guys look at the full list. I mean, it's, it's up on our website, 49ers Goldmine, the pre-draft visit tracker. I'm updating it almost daily at this point. And I was about editing. to say props I, to I, you. I bother, her yeah. all the, I bother her all the time. Like every day I probably send her like five, like, can you edit this really quick? <laughs> No, but yeah, like so, Steph um, is so on top of it, I would not be able to oh keep up God. with it. Like <laughs> you're doing a, a great job. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's it's a lot. I don't know why I signed up for this, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's it's been fun. Imagine, um, imagine being like Ian Rappaport and just like every oh you have to like God. every single team, every single transaction. You're just you got to be on top of it. All right, well, let's. So that's enough about the draft. Um, but really quickly, let's just talk about you know disdain Forty Nine ers history. We we kind of missed that. Yeah. Well, we had so much <laughs> to get into. Like we had we, to talk about Trent Williams right away. I mean, there was no other option. Um, but yeah, I like I like this week in Forty Nine ers history. It's it's a fun one. Randy Moss signed a one year deal on March twelfth, two thousand twelve. So this week, and are you nostalgia? Oh, uh, nostalgia! I thought you were shaking your head at Randy Moss. That was funny. So I, I, I love this. I love this little uh, piece of history because obviously we all remember it. Um, but my favorite thing about when Randy Moss signed with the 49ers is that uh, he actually signed after doing a workout with Jim Harbaugh, and Jim Harbaugh was the one that was throwing him passes oh during God, the I little that. yeah during the little workout. So. <laughs> I uh I just Jim oh, Harbaugh was great. Yeah, exactly. Such a character. Just oh a God. colorful guy. Um <laughs> but yeah, Randy Moss was was a a trip during that year. He's definitely okay, like Randy Moss is Randy Moss, like obviously one of the best receivers, you know, the NFL has ever seen. Um but, you know, the 49ers, come on now. Like, he was a little washed at that point. Oh, yeah. Career, well, he had already so. retired, and then he came out of retirement, and then all of a sudden he was signing a deal with the Niners. Uh, 
I, I wrote I have what he did that year. Um, he finished the season with 28 catches for 434 yards and three touchdowns. And um, he went on to play in Super Bowl XLVII. I'm not even going to try and add that up in my head because <laughs> obviously we know which Super Bowl that was. Um, he had two receptions for 41 yards in the 31 to 34 loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Pain. pain dude the ultimate pain i don't know which super bowl lo- uh, loss was worse but and so that's just one little um history bit do you have another one steph yeah actually uh this one's gonna hurt no. i'm just warning you no. so one year ago yesterday on the 16th of 2020 uh deforest buckner was traded to the colts pain again the rest is yeah pain (laughs) the rest is history i mean i don't think anyone saw that coming really well of course we didn't because john lynch was quoted saying we want defoe to be a 49er for a really long time (laughs) (laughs) funny how that worked out isn't it funny how that works can Um, we do one more history yeah you got one more yeah it's even sadder than the one you just said Okay, now March. It's kind of honestly, I'm gonna do this as a double whammy. So, March 10th, 2015, Patrick Willis announces his retirement from the NFL, and then six days later, our up and coming star, our up and coming defensive star, Chris Borland, retired. It was just like the worst week ever. Yeah. (laughs) Why are all these memories just pain? (laughs) It's like they're never happy memories. That was such a dark time to be a 49ers fan. Like, I remember that. Like, it just felt Mm -hmm. like the world was falling apart. Well, yeah. And, like, we were going through coaches left and right. And, like, I keep saying we, dude. I'm going to commit. But the the Niners were were going through coaches. Uh, I am not the 49ers. So, but, yeah, March. March. Not a great month. Not a great month. Not a great month. I mean, like you were saying. Yeah, like looking looking at uh you know the moves that they made this March so far, I think that's some true. happy memories already. I mean, we'll I see. can't wait. I can't wait to do this this week and this day as a memory in like five years when we're Next still year? doing this podcast oh. and we're millionaires. Oh, for sure. Yeah, join our Patreon, please. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Twitter tizzy, Twitter tizzy, Twitter tizzy. This one, is, so this one's actually a really fun one. Um, because we were talking about a lot of the times some of our tizzies are very like the fan base being really divided on something. This one actually brought the timeline together and it was great. So actually as a kind of intro to the tizzy, just giving this context out here, Nick Mullins was hacked. (laughs) His Twitter was hacked like (laughs) what, like two weeks ago, this poor guy. Um, Someone was trying to sell like PS5s from his Twitter account <laughs> and I don't I I really hope no one fell for that. <laughs> they for but, sure did. Uh, <laughs> well, and then he came on and was like, "Sorry guys, I was hacked." And then he got hacked again. <laughs> like like did you not change your password? My yeah. Guy? Come on. So speaking oh, of, of he got hacks. intercepted his <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. 
I can't. Oh my god, you He's have to tweet work. that. Gotta That's work on that. So funny. No, I think someone did. I'm probably taking oh. someone's joke. I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter. I'm giving it to um, you. <laughs> but okay, so the reason that context that context kind of matters is because um uh John Lynch on the 13th, so this was, you know, a couple of days ago, Saturday night, he tweeted, "I'm thirsty." Niners fans, you want some juice? And like, I'm literally imme- cringe. Like immediately, fans are like, <laughs> "Who the hell hacked John Lynch?" Like now he's hacked. Like come on, do you guys all have the same password? Like what is happening? Anyway, um, turns out he was not hacked, and it was. He was just drunk. And, it, you know, it was funny. So th- he tweeted that at 9.45 p.m. <laughs> on Saturday. And shortly after that, Jed York tweets out. This man rarely ever tweets. If he does it, he's, like, retweeting someone. <laughs> so Jed York says, like, 30 minutes later, I'm the luckiest man in the world. My wife, and he tags his wife, our coach, hashtag Kyle, because Kyle doesn't have a Twitter. Hashtag Kyle, our GM, John Lynch, and he tagged John Lynch. I love my life and those I share it with. What? And then after that, hashtag Kyle was trending. <laughs> yeah, so 49ers fans, 49ers Twitter united, and I mean united, to get hashtag Kyle trending. And they did. And Juice was trending as well, by the way. It was so um, funny. It was just so weird and, and bizarre. And so, like, everyone thought he was hacked. And I was like, no, I don't think John Lynch got hacked because, like, I looked at some of John Lynch's old tweets and I was like, he has this weird thing where he, like, he does two spaces after his, like, he ends a sentence. And I thought that was weird. Not a lot of people do that. I That's not something I see too much of. And uh, to my surprise, actually, a lot of people were in my mentions like, how do you how do you not know this? Like people used to do this when people were taught this when we would type in typewriters. It's like, I yeah. never had a type on a typewriter. <laughs> Who the how the hell you expect me to know this? By the way, I'm almost 30. So I don't even consider myself like super young, right? Like I, I'm not young. So, you know, it was it just caught me off guard. People coming at me like how do people not know this? It was just, it was just really funny. But anyway, so that was my hunch that, um, John Lynch was not hacked. And it turns out that neither of them were hacked and they just enjoyed some alcohol together. It seems like. Yeah. It was Jed York's (laughs) birthday. So they all got turned and FaceTimed juice and that's when the the details were being finalized and so they were very happy here's my thing i love Yuschek. great guy great niner great life great wife love him to death okay i get the excitement but why couldn't they have like done that for trent williams why couldn't they have spoiled trent williams uh 12 hours before it happened like why was that so insane and intense? And then, like, with you, check, they're just like, oh, well, I'm going to tweet a clue. And, like, <laughs> like what? Like, why? Because, like, I know they were drunk. Well, I know what, they were drunk. What, what dad joke would you make with the name Trent Williams? 
I mean, Hold okay, on. this, this, oh, oh, you're going to think about it. Hey, <laughs> 49er fans. <clears throat> you ready for more Trent? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not as good. It's not as good. It wouldn't That'll have do worked. It. That'll do it, though. Um, it's such a dad joke. I mean, I, I couldn't even believe it. It was just, sorry, John, but it was just, no, keep keep the jokes to yourself <laughs> yeah and that was my whole thing like it was exciting when they announced that they had re-signed him but i'm just like hey i already knew like i i already freaking knew yeah like thanks Thank, john thanks for spoiling it yeah <laughs> thanks john <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. oh my god wow what a time man i love twitter love the 49ers love 49k pod this was a good episode <laughs> this was a great episode we had a lot of fun, obviously had a lot to talk about. So thank you so much for listening to all of it. Um, we've been talking for over an hour now. And, you know, it's it's time to go, man, because there's <laughs> probably more news waiting for us on the timeline. So once again, I am Steph Sanchez. You can find me on Twitter at Stragosaurus. I'm Angelina Martin. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Uh, of course, find me on Twitter. I'm not going to, I'm going to stop saying my at. You guys know it by now, but. Um, do, we, do we though? At Angie Sunshine <laughs> with three E's. Uh, I'm like crying as I'm saying it. Um, we're available on all podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe, download, yes, leave us a review. Let us know what we did wrong, what we did right, how much you hate us, how much you love us. We accept it all. We can handle it. So oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Peace.